Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Hey, Brianna, welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. Hi, Bola. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. And I'm not sure we have or why we haven't done an episode on careers in fashion, but I am so excited <laughs> to be having this conversation with you. I don't think we've done an episode. So we're going to be talking about starting a career in fashion, and you're going to share some awesome affordable styling tips with all of us. But first, I'd love for you to tell us who you are and what you do. Yes. So my name is Brianna Adams, but everyone calls me Bree. And I own and run a personal styling business, as well as I do content creation on Instagram and TikTok. And I am a marketing professional as my nine to five. <laughs> yes. And you have such an awesome Instagram handle. I took a look at it and you totally inspired a bunch of outfits I need to try. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's so awesome. That's the whole goal. So I love that. So tell us your Instagram handle really quickly for anyone who's not driving or working out and wants to take a look while they listen. Yes, it's I-L-Y Brie. So B-R-E-E. So you know how you say like, I love you, I-L-Y. People always get kind of confused with that. But it's I-L-Y Brie. And then my TikTok handle is at Brianna Marie Styling. Yeah, so we'll put those in the show notes so you guys can take a look while you're listening to this episode if you're not driving or working out. So I'd love for you to just tell us, how did you get into becoming a fashion expert and wardrobe stylist? Is there a backstory to you starting your career or is this something that you always knew you wanted to do? Yeah, so I've always, always loved fashion. It's just been a really important part of my life. It's kind of hard to describe. It's just who I am, like essentially, like people just know me. I'm Brie, I'm the fashion girl. That's who I am. <laughs> so <laughs> throughout college, I interned with Gucci. I worked at Nordstrom over the summers. And then after that really kind of pinpointed my love to actually kind of work when I work in like corporate fashion. And mm -hmm. then after college, my very first job was an administrative assistant to the wholesale VP at the CBG Max Asria Group. So I wow. did that for about a year because that's kind of what you do to get your foot in the door when it comes to working in corporate fashion. You kind of got to start at the mm -hmm. bottom. So I was at the way bottom as an assistant, but I loved every minute of it. I learned so much. And just to be able to be around clothing and 
photo shoots and just being in that aura of people creating, you know, the next collection or the next line was just so amazing to me. Even if I was, you know, just getting coffee or running reports, I still loved it. So after BCBG, I went on to BB Stores Incorporated, the corporate headquarters of BB. And I did project management there, which was also cool. But at that time, I kind of started to realize, I don't know if working in corporate fashion is for me. And I think that God kind of answered my prayers because me and several, several other people at BB were laid off. And so after BB, I went on to work in tech. I went to Apple and which was totally different for me. I was like, am I going (laughs) to like this? Like, what am I going to do at Apple? But I worked in marketing, which I also love. That's what I got my degree in. And that's what I'm passionate about. And so while I was working in tech, I'm like, you know what? I need like a creative outlet. I need to do something that's going to get my gears going, make me excited again, help me to, you know, just continue to do what I love while still, you know, making money. And so that's when I formed Brianna Marie Styling, my wardrobe styling and personal shopping business. And it's all been up since there. I started that in 2017. (laughs) Wow. And so you have a vast amount of experience in the fashion world. You've worked in luxury, you've worked in high end brand, in um, high street brands. And Mm -hmm. you talked about working as an intern, getting coffee, starting from the bottom. Yes. Yes. And you worked in actual clothing manufacturing and corporate fashion. So the business of Mm -hmm. fashion, that's very, very cool. So I guess that gave you enough experience and insight to determine, I guess, after your short stint in tech to determine where in the fashion industry you wanted to be in. Yeah. I always would have friends and family come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to a wedding what should I wear? It's black tie. What does that even mean? Do I have mm-hmm. to wear black? Um, or, <laughs> or a tie. I'm like, right. I'm like, no, you just need a beautiful gown. I can help you. Or, you know, I'm going to a baby shower and I don't know what to wear. like, just things like that. And it was honestly just so fun for me to just send my friends and family like links, like, oh my God, I found this cute outfit. Look at this. And I would text it to them. Like, I think it'd be perfect for your event. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, how can I make this easier for them to like see like that kind of outfit that I would think would be cute for them. So I'm like, how about I start making like like a style guide or something and I can like cut and paste photos so the outfits I think would be cute for them. And oh let me add like pricing at the bottom and wait, mm-hmm. I should add like a link so they can actually go to the retailer and see it for themselves and buy it. And so that's how I came up with the name style guide. And I just made like cute PDF essentially guides for them to use when it comes to what I want them to wear or what I would think be cute for the event or whatever it may be. And so I was like, you know what, as much as I love doing this for free, because I really did, I'm like, I should really form a business and start charging people for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I asked that because a lot of people I talk to are interested in fashion, but struggle to look at it as a real career especially when you're looking at anything outside of corporate fashion or becoming a designer, right? So one of the questions I get asked all the time, which I kind of know, but I don't think I know, (laughs) is how does one make money as a fashion expert or even a fashion influencer? I get asked this question all the time. I hear friends talking about it, especially in the day and age of social media, right? We see a lot of 
fashion experts, stylists, fashion influencers in the space where they're showcasing different outfits a lot of times in the luxury space. And people just wonder, well, it seems like with fashion, you have to spend a lot to look good. But then mm-hmm. how do you really make money? And there's a lot of money to be made in fashion that I know for sure. <laughs> but yeah. how does one who is in that stylist, influencer, expert space like yourself, what are the different ways that you can make money? Without being right. at a desk for a corporate, <laughs> you know, desk in corporate working for a fashion house. Totally. So there are a few different ways. So I want to first start off by saying it's super important to just be authentic. Like if you're mm-hmm. going to want to start posting on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it may be, your personal style and your fashion, and I don't know if you want to do styling videos or whatever it may be, you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself because copying off of someone or doing something that you saw another influencer do, it's never going to be the same. And you're always going to be waiting for someone to make their next move before you make your next move. So you really have to be yourself, who you are, and your personality will shine through. And people will see that, brands will see that, potential clients will see that, and they'll love you for it. The next thing I want to say is you don't have to spend a ton of money to look luxurious and be in this whole fashion luxury realm. I buy purses from TJ Maxx and Zara all the time and they can look high end. It's all about the confidence that you exude when you wear them. It's all about how Mm -hmm. you style them and put them together. Of course, I love a designer handbag. What girl does it? But if you're not (laughs) able to purchase designer handbags left and right, go to your local TJ Maxx. Target has really great stuff as well. Like go Mm -hmm. to Nordstrom Rack. They always have their off the rack sales, extra 25% off some of their even designer brands. So you don't have to buy the latest and greatest luxury to look amazing. And I think that my Instagram really shows that because I'm mixing high, low stuff all the time, mostly low, or I'm wearing my investment pieces that I've invested in and saved for and had in my closet for years and years and years. I have a Hanifa set that I wore like three years ago to the Vouvet Clicquot Polo Classic. And I wear those pieces all the time in my daily life Mm -hmm. because it was an expensive piece. So I just always want to show that you don't have to spend a lot of money to look great. And as far as making money in the influencer realm or the styling realm, what I do a lot of the times is I use like to know it. So I'm able to link the outfits that I wear and I'll get like a small commission for people who buy the outfits on my like to know it. So that's always like great extra cash. And then I know a lot of influencers, I don't do this, but I know a lot of people who do, who say it's successful, who pitch brands. I don't have time to pitch brands. I'm so, so busy. So maybe one mm-hmm. day, well, but they pitch brands, they pitch brands and they show them like their media kit, what they can offer the brand, what they're looking to be getting paid, how they think that they would be a good fit with promoting that brand's product. So that's always a good idea. And then when it comes to personal styling, how I make money on my Instagram is I'm always promoting my personal styling business. I'm showcasing my customer testimonials on my Insta stories so that future clients can see, oh, wow, this girl really liked her. And I'm tagging my clients. I'm tagging my clients in the photos that I've styled them in. And then I'm creating style videos or style reels on how to style different clothes with things that you might already have in your closet or things that you might want to buy. And so they see value in my content and they see like, wow, okay, so she's styling all these people. She's creating looks for herself. I want her to create looks for me as well. Let me reach out to her. And so that's how I'll generate income that way. 
That's awesome. It's good to get that explanation, you know, so like to know, I do see it on Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of influencers and stylists that I follow or like on social media. And so that's, I guess, is in a form of affiliate links where you recommend the clothing or people see what you're wearing and they always want to know because when you post on Instagram, your, your style is really awesome, by the way. People Thank obviously you. want to know what you're wearing so that so they can go there and click on the link and then you'll get a small commission. I know there's another one, Shop Style. Is that the same? I think it's different, Shop Style. And I think there's like one called Magic Links. So okay, right so there are different I'm ones. Using, mm-hmm, yep, Reward okay. Style. Yeah, there's lots. Okay. So you talked about pitching brands. Some people pitch brands. That means having a media kit, showing them your follower account or a portfolio mm-hmm. and how you can help to, I don't know, showcase... <laughs> Working with yeah, that brand. <laughs> exactly. Help them reach a different audience that that brand's unable yes. to reach. Yes. And then you talked about personal styling. So clients paying you to style them for events or to come and pick out outfits from their wardrobe. Or would that also include going shopping for them? Yeah, I do that with my clients all the time. We have okay. personal shopping experiences. I had a client who was going to New York Fashion Week and we needed to get clothes quick. So we had a little shopping day at Beverly Hills Center and we picked ah. up some really great stuff for him. So okay. yeah, I, I do <laughs> all different things. <laughs> And then you talked about videos, which on YouTube, I see a lot of influencers growing their channels and being able to monetize through ads that are played on their videos because of the people who watch them. And then another thing I've been seeing really commonly with like the really big influencers is once they have established an audience, they're able to do brand collaborations. Like I see a lot of people doing collection drops with Amazon. Yes. Or with, I seen there's a really big British influencer that did a capsule collection with Karen Millen. So I guess brand collaborations like that. Yes, that'll be so awesome. That's what I would love to do. But yeah, people with like larger larger followings, they're able to do brand collabs. Like um, I just bought some pieces from a influencer, Blake. She Mm -hmm. had a collection with Amazon that dropped yesterday and it was so amazing. Very cool. So I have one random question I'm curious about, you know, because every time there's a fashion week, New York fashion week, Paris fashion week, a lot of influencers all go. Are there Mm -hmm. monetization opportunities by attending fashion weeks or is this really for exposure? Because I see I watch on YouTube a lot of influencers just really going into planning mode (laughs) for fashion week to go to New York fashion week. And it's the outfits, the hair, what I'm going to wear. I know some of them wear branded outfits, but like, is that purely exposure or is that also for monetization reasons? I don't want to speak for them, but what I think it is, is some of them go for exposure so mm-hmm. they can be photographed and, you know, put in different publications. So they're, they're seen. And then what I've seen also is they might go to shows. And if I notice that they're tagging, the designer or something like that, then they might be getting compensated for that or if they're mm. wearing the clothes from the designer, they might be getting compensated for that. But like I said, I don't want to speak for them. That's just kind of yeah. what like I've noticed. Yeah, generally. Okay. Yeah. I find it very fascinating. You know, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Fashion is fun. And just being able to make money in these different ways, picking the ways that work for you, right? There's um, so I just, many ways. Yeah. I even see Target influencers who go to Target and tell you what to buy and they have massive YouTube channels and they show Target I styles know. or Walmart outfits, how to dress up for each season. And they only focus on these brands. I'm assuming they may have partnerships with these brands, you know, et cetera, but it's right. just really fascinating that there's so many ways to make money 
without being in corporate fashion, basically. It really is. Or without being a designer who has to deal with manufacturing and like those big costs. And I think that's just so cool because you're able to have like most of the creative control, you know? And I just think that when brands see the community that you built, no matter how big or small your following is, they see that you add value to your audience and they want a part of that, you know? Yeah. So what would you say has been your biggest success to date? Because I know there's many more successes coming for you in the future, but today <laughs> or, your, you. or, your, <laughs> or your biggest break since you started your career in fashion. It still like blows my mind when like brands will reach out to me and ask me to do stuff like do promotion materials mm-hmm. with them, like just work with third love bras. And I posted like a cute little reel for them. I've worked with TJ Maxx in the past where I had to go into their stores and build an outfit for $50. But I would say that probably the most meaningful work that I've done is with Sice. It is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the brand, but it's a black owned brand and they have handbags and clothing and they're most popular for their handbags that say protect black people or protect black women. And it was so neat. Yeah. So I've done a few styling shoots for them on their photo shoots. And that's been the most meaningful to me because like I've done something that means something. It's it's like a purpose. Like Mm -hmm. the message on that bag is so impactful. And being able to work with that brand has made me so happy. Every time I do a photo shoot with them, I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. And I when I pull looks for them, I'm using black oak designers and it's it's just all fun and good. And it just feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Tell us the name of that brand again. I've seen the bag, but I didn't hear yeah. the brand. Mm-hmm. It's called Sice. C-I-S-E. Okay. That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. <laughs> so we just talked about, you know, career in fashion can be fun. It can make you a lot of money. And, you know, you give a few tips earlier about being authentic But what are some mistakes, some key mistakes that you have seen (laughs) or you have made (laughs) that anyone listening to this who's interested in the career in fashion should focus on avoiding when they go about pursuing this career as a stylist, as an influencer, as a fashion expert? What are some of those big mistakes? I can think of a few. I'm going to go back to being authentic. People who are inauthentic, you can totally tell. You can totally tell people who are like, maybe copying off of what other influencers yes. <laughs> I actually noticed this. I follow Hilo Lux. I love her. And she always says like, hey, queen or hey, queens. And I noticed that someone else was doing that. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> like be yourself. Like, why are you also saying that? Like, and it's just like so noticeable. I don't know if it's noticeable to other people, but it's definitely noticeable to me. And I'm just kind of like, are these even like your thoughts or your ideas that you're saying, or you're just trying to be like someone else. So that's my biggest thing. Like, Do not try to be like anyone else. That's the biggest mistake you can make. You have to just do what feels natural to you. Don't even worry about it. Like if you want to post a style video with a bunch of transitions and cool effects, do it. But if that's not you, don't. Like I totally can't do that. Like I don't even want to, you know, waste my time doing a bunch of transitions and effects. Like although they look cool, like that's just not me. I'm just going to cute little walk around in the city in my outfit and call it a day. And people like that because it's just what I'm doing and it's who I am. I agree. Yeah. The be authentic. Like you can tell, like, 
I don't know any influencer. I have one friend who's an influencer. Her name is TT's Passion. But outside mm-hmm. of her, I don't know anybody else personally. But even without knowing them and looking on a feed, if it's someone that I've followed their feed for a while, I can tell when they change and they're not being themselves because they have a unique style that you can just tell just flows through and how they carry themselves and the way they style their clothes, even if it's like completely different looks. And sometimes when someone is unsure of themselves or copying other people, you can tell because the cohesiveness is not there on the feed. You can just tell. (laughs) You can it is, I, I get what yeah. you're saying. It's just something. It's like, wait, something's off. Something's and off in the video and the way they're talking. Yeah. And you know that this is, girl, this is not you. <laughs> exactly. And brands can see that because brands want to work with people who are authentic, who have like a true relationship with their audience and their followers, who consider like their audience and their followers friends. That's what I do. Like, honestly, like I get DMs all the time, comments all the time. I'm always responding because it's fun for me to chat with my followers about fashion. They'll DM me saying, oh my God, you inspired me to wear more color. And that literally makes me so excited. And we'll have a whole conversation about color. You know, like you've got to just be authentic because if you're just doing this to make money, which is great, we all want money. You're not going to get anywhere. You have to first do it because you love it and you love to make the connection with the people who are following you. That's my whole thing. Yeah. And I think authenticity applies in any industry, just being yourself. Absolutely. Just be yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And then I would also say, I've actually made this mistake before, the misuse of hashtags. So I don't even use hashtags anymore because I think I was shadow banned like a year or something ago where my posts weren't even reaching like anybody. And I was so confused. So I think when you use too many hashtags or too many of the same hashtags, Instagram can think that you're like a bot, like not a real person. And so they're not going to push out your content or your post. So always be weary of hashtags because you'll see a lot of people use them because you think that, you know, the more hashtags you use, the more your posts will reach, you know, people's discoverer pages and things like that who are searching for, I don't know, hashtag fashion or hashtag how to style. But in my personal opinion, it has not worked well for me. So I think definitely research that more if you're looking to using hashtags, but I don't use hashtags at all anymore. And I'm good. So (laughs) (laughs) I know what's interesting is that in today's world, there's a lot of businesses that are highly dependent on being able to understand social media, especially with fashion, right? That's very visual and you need to get eyes on what you're doing. And, you know, your portfolio can essentially be your Instagram Mm -hmm. account or your YouTube channel. Having that understanding of how the Instagram, how the YouTubes, how the TikToks work is almost foundational to being able to build that successful business, right? Yes. And that goes back to just researching. Instagram comes out with new trends all the time. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to social media today. Subscribe to Hootsuite. Read the most current articles, what's going on. I've recently found out that Instagram is liking posts that have longer, more meaningful captions. So mm-hmm. you can't just post a selfie and say, oh, happy Tuesday. You know, you, you've got to make a meaningful post that adds value, that inspires people, that makes people want to get out and put on a new pair of clothes. Like you got to add value to what you're putting out there. Long gone are the days where you can just post a pretty picture with an emoji. (laughs) 
<laughs> and given that this is a finance podcast, I'd love for you to share money mistakes, especially in the fashion space. Um, yeah. Because I hear a lot of people talking about, oh my God, she spends so much money. How does she pay for everything? And I'm always like, you don't know how she pays for everything, first of all, because you just mentioned a bunch of different ways that money can be made, right? Yeah. Uh, and in the business of fashion, this is one of those businesses where you have to spend money to make money. <laughs> but right. when it comes to money, I'd love for you to share just any mistakes that you, you know, you've seen or you have made that folks who are listening should focus on avoiding as well. If you want to start like posting on Instagram, like your outfits and essentially quote unquote blogging or whatever it may be, becoming an influencer, you do not have to buy a new outfit every time you post a photo. Like that is like the number one mistake you can make. Mm, do not spend yes, your money <laughs> on new outfits for every photo. What's the point? Like, please don't. Unless you're like, you literally buying a new wardrobe, like that's just what you're doing this month. Cool. But if you're like, oh my God, I have to plan content. I need this, 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 this. I need these energies. I need this new thing. Don't do it. My number one suggestion is to shop your closet. Like, mm, yes, <laughs> shop your closet, go through your closet. And just the side note, I do offer this service with my wardrobe styling services, closet cleansing. But if you want to do it yourself, I always tell people to make three piles, keep, donate and sell, keep, donate, sell. So make three piles in your closet, go through every single item in your closet. I promise you, you're going to find stuff that you forgot all about. And you're like, oh my God, I can create so many looks from this. Or, oh my God, I forgot all about this. I could take a photo in this, like that kind of thing. Stop your closet. Do not spend money on unnecessary things. I could not agree. And shopping my closet is a challenge I am challenging myself with. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. A lot of times it can be easier to just pick up a new outfit than to remix because you have to think. Uh, I but I remix. Like if you watch my YouTube videos, I wear my clothes. I repeat my clothes often. You'll be so proud of yeah. me, girl. But <laughs> Good. I love it. So shopping my closet is a challenge that I'm, I'm working on and reminding myself to look first before I venture out. That leads me into the next question I wanted to ask you, which is around just personal style and fashion for individuals listening. We all want to look stylish. We all want to look good. Some of us are fashion challenged sometimes, you know, like I know what works for me. Okay. Right. So, uh, <laughs> but don't we um, all? <laughs> and it's hard to I get me out of that comfort zone. So I, I recently did a, a photo shoot for my upcoming book cover and I oh, had nice. a stylist and she's like, how about you wear this? I'm like, nope, nope. She's like, try it. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not you, know, today. you have to get out of your comfort zone, but you I wanted to share tips about how can you be stylish while sticking to your budget? So you, you shared the ultimate tip, which is shop your closet, right? That costs you mm -hmm. nothing. Go to your closet and shop it. Yes. But what are other things? For example, if I have closet gaps, where should I splurge and where should I save? And what yes. are some foundational things I need to have in my closet? I know that even if I spend a lot of money to buy the quality item. I'm going to get my cost per wear and use this thing. You know, sometimes that's hard to determine because, you know, you look at the, the list and it's like white t-shirt, black dress. Yes. I'd like to wear a collar. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. So, so please, please, please let us know. <laughs> absolutely. So I definitely think you need to splurge on basics. When I say basic, I don't mean you have to wear a basic white t-shirt. A basic to <laughs> you can be a silk yellow camisole top. You know, mm -hmm. these are basics that you can wear 
multiple ways. That's what I think of a basic as. So if your basic is a silk yellow camisole top, you can wear that tucked into some jeans. You can wear that with a blazer thrown over it. You can wear that with a cropped sweater pulled over it. A basic is something you can wear multiple ways. So you need to splurge on well-made basics that suit your personal style and buy them a lot. (laughs) So what you just said was like an aha moment for me because you said invest in your basics, obviously, but what is the basic to you? And I think a lot of times when we think about basics, we go online and go on Pinterest and we go on Google and we, we Google closet basics and we get a list of basics. And I personally find that a lot of those basics are not basic. For me. I will not, I don't wear them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't wear the little yes. black dress. No, yes. I don't like brown yes. shoes. <laughs> so that's, you, you that's and me so are the key. same. What is the basic <laughs> to you? Right. And a lot of the lists are all neutrals, a pleated skirt. Okay. I have one. I'm not going to buy 10 because I'm not going to wear them. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly. such a good insight. What is the basic to you? It can be yellow. It can be orange. It can be a pair of jeans. It can be a hat. Exactly. What is the basic? That's a good ding ding for me. Now, as far as silhouettes, <laughs> you need your basic silhouettes. You need a cami. You, you may need a trouser, but it can be any color, texture, whatever you want, pattern. Okay. But the, as far as silhouettes go, yeah. Awesome. That's so insightful. What is a basic to you? Yeah. What do you wear? What will you wear often? Not what they tell you to wear. What will you wear often? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So invest in the basics. And then what other foundational items should we be thinking about splurging versus spending as we're looking at our budgets? Yeah. So you want to be able to splurge on items that are going to have longevity in your closet that you're going to pull for all the time that are going to last you a while. So I always splurge on really great well-made trousers because you can dress them up or down if you still go into the office or you're working here and there. You can always throw on a trouser and a cute little blouse, or you can wear those trousers out to happy hour, you know, the next day with a cute little crop top. Like, Mm -hmm. like I said, versatility is key. So I always love a good trouser. I do like a good white t-shirt. I must say, I love a good white t-shirt, but like we said, it's a basic for you. So you can have a good pink t-shirt, whatever it may Mm be, stock up on a really well-made t-shirt in the colors that you like. I also love blazers and any kind of outerwear piece because they're always going to make your outfit just have that little extra je ne sais quoi. Like you feel like you look plain, throw over that outerwear piece, throw over that blazer, whatever it may be, and your outfit is going to look like 10 times better. Your dress is um, Yes. Mm-hmm. I also love a good pair of denim. And, you know, it doesn't have to be just a normal pair of skinny jeans or straight leg jeans. You can invest in a great pair of wide leg denim that are super funky and have distressing. You can wear a cropped denim that flares out. Just a denim piece that you love that fits you amazing. Love that. And then also for shoes, I love a good boot. And you have to stock up on the boots that fit your style. For me, I love a good knee high stiletto heel. I have about six pairs of them because I Mm -hmm. wear them all the time and I have them in so many different colors. For some other people, it may be an ankle boot or it may be a really low loafer boot. So whatever it may be, stock up on the shoe that you're going to wear a lot that suits your style. I love that. Yeah. And for me, denim is definitely a basic. I wear denim a lot. So I have a lot of denim. And for shoes, you know, I was the girl that would buy expensive high heels and cheap flats. 
but I rarely wore the heels, right? I don't wear heels running around my kids. I wear them to parties, to media events, occasional wear. And I wear my flats and my sneakers every single day and they would fall apart. I'm like, wait a minute, this is, this approach is mixed up because I should be splurging on the shoes I wear every single day that I love wearing. I will get my Costco wear. And so I do not buy cheap flats or cheap sneakers anymore. I invest in the shoes I wear every day and they last me a long time and they look great. I now splurge on my shoes that I wear every single day, which are my flats and my sneakers. Um, As you I should. wear them every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have so many friends who, and I don't have any, but they have like a Louboutin and they say they hurt their feet so bad. And I'm like, well, why would you buy them? <laughs> They're like, I bought them for the look. And I'm like, but girl, you can't even walk. No, I don't so. do uncomfortable heels. I cannot. No. Like if it doesn't, if it does that, I fell at a movie theater. I fell down the stairs. Oh my gosh. Theater about 11 years ago. And no. I was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing a <gasps> pair of cheap heels. And my husband was like, I'm not going to name the brand. Cause a lot of people love the brand just does not work for me. And I yes. fell down the stairs at a movie theater and I got a hairline fracture in my foot. And ever since Oh then, my God. Like if my foot does not sit properly in that heel, I cannot wear it. And there's certain brands that I just don't buy. I don't buy, I don't buy cheap shoes, period. Because they don't no. work for me. I don't care That's how pretty you point. are. And there are some really expensive shoes that have a cheap fit. Let's be honest. Oh my God. I don't yes. buy those either. <laughs> We won't name names. We won't name any names, <laughs> but they're very expensive shoes. And you put your foot in it. I'm like, why do my feet hurt when I spent so many hundreds of dollars buying this pair of shoes? Why? Why? Yes. yes. It's <laughs> no, not so I don't do any it. of those anymore. Yeah. No, not worth it. So, and I, I know a lot of people, I've had this conversation with friends before. It's like, why would you spend so much money on flats? They're not fancy, but I wear them every day. Right. Yeah, and who so, says flats can't be fancy? You do what you make of them, you know? I know. I guess it's it's the idea of casual dress is not worth the spend. Yeah. Some people have that. So it just really depends I see on that. what works yeah. for you. Yeah. But exactly. that's these are great tips. And so you said splurge on your basic things that you wear every single day. Splurge on the right silhouettes for you. What are some things that are just not worth spending the money? So uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> we already established yes, that. Yes, <laughs> uncomfortable shoes. And I would say, quote unquote, trendier pieces. So mm-hmm. things that you're seeing like new for each season, you're probably seeing it everywhere on Instagram or you're seeing it in commercials or on TV. And it's just super trendy. But trends aren't going to last forever and you're gonna you can't keep a trend in your closet forever unless you truly love that trend and you feel like you're gonna wear it for the next five years totally get it but if you're not don't get it like right now or maybe even last season like the trend was those cute little cardigans that didn't button down all the way they were just like one center button in the middle of them Mm -hmm. and they're super cute and super trendy but are you going to wear those cardigans all the time like you can't wear a bra with that like what what are you going to wear under it like (laughs) you know like that's not a cardigan you can keep in your closet forever it's something that you can wear maybe once or twice and you're going to be like i don't feel like wearing this because it's a trend and you can't think of different ways to wear it Trends are lost on me. I, I don't buy trends because I wear the same type of clothes, the same style of clothes all the time. <laughs> and that's fine. That's your style. And that's yeah. I just I I cannot keep up with trends because I don't 
have the opportunities to dress up in that way. And some of these trends are not like, let's go pick up my kids from school type of trends. Like I'm not wearing a sweater with one gotcha. button and no bra. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. <laughs> and if that works for you, it just doesn't work. For exactly. That's what I'm saying. But with that being said, uh, some people like they're okay with it and they're okay with experimenting with different trends and buying new things. Yes, and it's like yes. that's totally fine. And they know? wear them well and they pull it off and they, they yeah. have that I I'm just I'm a bit boring, but that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> yes, everybody is we all have our own unique style. So exactly. But yeah, so I would love for you to share any advice you have for, you know, anyone who is one thinking about stepping into fashion as a career like you as a stylist and wardrobe expert or even becoming a fashion influencer. What advice would you give? Yeah, I have a couple of things. I think the first thing is to research, really research what you're wanting to get into. So if you're trying to be a quote unquote influencer. I really don't like that word. I like to say like a marketer, but influencer works too. But if you're trying to get into the influencing world, research the trends of social media, research what's working, what's being shown on the explore page, posting on TikTok and posting on Instagram are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. Videos don't work on both of those platforms. So you've got to just research what's going to work for each platform. Like I said, subscribe to social media today, subscribe to Hootsuite. There are so many how-to videos on YouTube, how to edit your videos, things like that. So you don't have to buy a course to learn what you want to do. Just research, figure it out, you'll get it going. And then the second thing I would say, if you're trying to work in like the fashion corporate world is don't be afraid to start at the bottom because that's really how we kind of all have to get our start is at mm -hmm. the bottom. So whether you're an assistant or if you're trying to get into buying an assistant buyer, or if you want to get into styling an assistant stylist, don't be afraid to start at the bottom because you're going to create and get great contacts. You're going to learn so much and have that experience under your belt. And you just got to keep going and keep grinding. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. Yeah. And you know, any career you have to start at the bottom, you have to start as a right. person, as the intern, as a beginning, exactly. <laughs> beginning position. So that makes a lot of sense. And if people sometimes have a bad idea of the word influencer, I think certain types of quote unquote influencers have given that name yes. a bad vibe, especially those who have been into like scammy marketing things. Mm -hmm. But I think generally, I don't think it's a bad word. I think it's, it's a career. It is a valid. It is a career. But some and I don't mean I don't like it. Have made I, just, it. <laughs> I think, yeah, what you said, that's the reason why sometimes they it don't has, like it. Yeah, they you know, made it. It has that negative connotation, but it's yeah. definitely a great career. And it's, it's definitely what you do. You influence, you authentically influence people to buy what you're wearing or buy what you're promoting or, you know, that kind of thing yeah. or inspire them to wear, you know, an outfit that you've created, like that kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of people call me a finance influencer, but yes. you know, when you think about finance influencer and you Google it, it's like Bitcoin scams, Forex scams. <laughs> oh my God. So I, I didn't even say, think of that. Yeah. It's like influencer. Oh, so no. I'm always like, I'm an educator. Sure. You can call me an influencer, but really I'm here to educate. <laughs> That so is just, so funny. Yeah, it's, I don't know. People just like to ruin things for others. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's so funny. Whenever people who have like Bitcoin in their bio and they follow oh me, God. I immediately block them. I block I'm them. I'm like, yes. oh my God. Yes, Do not find I me. Block them. Uh, someone Instantly. is impersonating me right now on Instagram. And it's like, oh my God, reaching no out to, Yeah, they copy my whole profile. And then they're reaching oh. out to people and they're like, hi, 
And so my friends are responding, my personal account. They're like, oh, hi, Paula. And then they're like, oh, have you, um, <laughs> are you interested in talking about Bitcoin? They know immediately it's not me. <laughs> oh my I'm God. I'm like block and delete. So. <laughs> yes, people are crazy. Anyway, Brianna, this has been so awesome. You have yeah. to tell us your clever girl superpower before you leave. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I think my clever girl superpower is being resourceful. I have always been resourceful. I don't even know since, since I can remember, but I'm always figuring out how to do something. If I don't know how to do it, I'm researching it or I'm asking someone for help or I'm, I just can't take no, you know, I have to, I have to figure it out. And if I don't figure it out, it's not going to be good. So I'm super resourceful and I always make a way. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And before you go, please tell us again where we can find you on social media. Like I said, Brianna, your Instagram account is so cool. It's so, Thank such you. great outfits, such wearable outfits, right? And yes. um, very fresh. So please share that information. And we'll also be yes. sure to include it in the show notes. Thank you. So my Instagram is I-L-Y-B-R-E-E. So I-L-Y-B-R-E. And then TikTok is at Brianna Marie Styling. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Bola. This was so fun. I love talking about fashion. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.